Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 achievers growing our lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. If you have a crazy fear of public speaking, but you know that you really want to speak, you know, you want to be out there, you know, you want to grow your brand. All you have to think about is the fear of never doing it, of robbing yourself of that incredible experience that is waiting for you on the other side once you start. And we're back with another episode of He Said, She Said. And today I wanted to ask Chris this question and I decided to wait until our podcast. Well, I mean, we're literally just having coffee a little while ago and she asked the the question and she's like, wait, 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 let's use that for the podcast. So my question to Chris, and I'll give an answer right after him, but my question to Chris was, what is the thing that really drives you, that keeps you motivated? And how do you not only stay motivated and really use it and tap into it and think about it, but how do you also not let it take over and control you? But I'm going to have to process out loud because this was like seconds ago that you 
kind of proposed the question and then said, wait, let's, let's make a podcast out of it. So I don't have a good answer formulated yet. So let's just start with the basics that, you know, kind of flow of my mind here. I would start by saying intrinsically, I'm just naturally motivated, motivated to have an extraordinary life. And I know a lot of people hear that and say, well, who doesn't want to have an extraordinary life? But there's a difference between wanting to have an extraordinary life and like being moved by it, like woken up out of bed by it, like willing to do scary stuff or annoying stuff or inconvenient stuff for it, because you can't picture a scenario where you aren't chasing down the mission. And in my case, the mission is an extraordinary life. Like I'm very unapologetic. You know, I was going to once name my podcast Unapologetic and, you know, the whole team and everybody thought that it'd be too hard to spell as a brand. But I'm so serious about being unapologetic about my desire to live a great life, a nice life with nice things and convenience and happiness and experience. And not just for me, for the whole damn family, for friends. I mean, here's a great example. We're still up at the lake house right now while we're recording this. And... A lot of people would say, why would you buy that thing just for a couple of months each year, right? Just for summers. To me, how many times have I said to you, this is the best investment we've ever made because we've already been able to host so many friends up here. And nothing gives me more joy than doing beautiful things in beautiful spaces with really great people and providing that for them. So that's, that's just like the beginning. That's the tip of the iceberg of my answer. So let me ask you just a follow-up question to that because... For me, I'm motivated not only by that, by wanting these things really bad and being able to visualize them, but I'm also motivated by the thought of the pain of not having them, of being average, of not letting myself have these experiences that I want. So explain on that, would you? So because I kind of wanted to bounce it back to you and then we'll get deeper on me. What would you say motivates you? Because I watch you be motivated all the time. You just alluded to, hey, it's similar things, but it's more the pain of it. Expand on that. It's not necessarily more the pain of it. It's that I use both. It's that I not only visualize the life that I want, but I also really future cast. Like I look to the future and look at if I don't take the actions, if I don't do the work, if I don't make the money, if I don't create this life that I want, then I'm not going to have the memories. I'm not going to have the experiences. I'm not going to have those moments with all those people connecting in the ways that I want. And that really motivates me thinking about not having these things. I mean, we both, I think for the most part had good childhoods, but at the same time, we really, really, you and I, I feel like really crave experiences. And I think that's what we want moving forward, not only for us, but I also am so motivated by giving other people experiences. And it's the thought of the pain of not being able to do the, those things. It's a thought of the pain of not being able to afford those things, of not having as much choice and settling. And truly, I visualize my life and envision my life to be able to do and create whatever I want and whatever experiences I want. And combined, I think that vision pulls me forward of what I want. But also sometimes if I'm not motivated, I really let myself think about if I don't do the things, am I going to be okay with that life of not as much choice? And I'm not. It's interesting that you mentioned the fear part of it, because if you said, Chris, great, a nice life and extraordinary experiences motivate you, but is it the, the excitement of having them that makes you take action? Or is it the fear of not being able to have them that makes you take action? 
My answer would have been, it's the fear of not being able to have them mm. that makes me take action. Because this happens to me all the time. Oh, I want to collect another classic car. And it's not enough to make me go do something inconvenient and work, go do a little bit more work. But the inverse, hey, what if you could never buy another car you like? Or what if you could not keep the lake house as a third home? Or what if you could not split time between Arizona and California? The what if you couldn't is what scares the crap out of me and makes me roll up my sleeves and be like, oh, uh uh-uh, watch this. And is what motivates me to build more cushion and more cushion and more cushion and more cushion so that nobody can ever like tell me I can't have this, can't do this. Does that make sense? Oh my God. Yes. And you know, the thing that I think of all the time, especially just even women in business is it wasn't that long ago that women were not taken serious in business, that we did not have the opportunities that men have. And in other countries, a lot of people, let alone women, cannot start businesses. They cannot go and do what they want to do. They don't have the freedoms to do all of these things we do in this country. And that really motivates me because can you imagine for everyone who's kind of like one foot in, one foot out, if someone came to you and said, you know what, that business you wanted to start, it's now illegal. You can't do it anymore. We would be fighting for the freedom to be able to do it. And instead, we have these other problems that we make up in this country, like fear. (laughs) Like, oh, I'm afraid to start. I don't want to. What will people think of me? Where other people are fighting just to be able to have the freedom to do it. And those are all the contrasting thoughts and emotions that I allow to come into play that really motivate me. Like, okay, can you get over your kind of like petty fear, which you guys, they're real fears, they are. But can you get over your kind of petty fear of like, Mm, I'm not sure what people will think. I'm nervous about this when other people would give anything to be in your position. So, you know, with motivations, I really allow myself to pull in everything because that's really what it takes for me. And also journaling about it. It can help you get really clear of your reminders when you don't want to go and do something, how to remain motivated. And another really big one for me is also disappointing people. It motivates you to disappoint people. It motivates me to not disappoint people. And this is one that actually I have to keep in check because I can let this really ruin my day thinking about, oh my goodness, if I don't do this, if I don't show up in this way, I'm disappointing this person. When sometimes you have to let certain fires burn and you have to decide in what way you're going to show up. So if I'm afraid of disappointing people to the point where it's really making me sick, like actually physically ill or it's hurting my life, then that's where I have to really do work around it and let it go. It's interesting. So, you know, we're talking a lot about fear and very little about being excited about something and making that take, you know, have us take action. And we've heard Tony Robbins say that people are motivated by what they want, but also by their fears. And if one's going to win out over the other, he says, fear will always be the biggest driver. Mm -hmm. So this really becomes a choice of, you asked, you know, your original question was, why am I so motivated? And then you slipped in there. How do I maintain it? Mm -hmm. Well, clearly, I think we figured out by knowing oneself and by knowing what all your fears are, then you can choose which fear you want to feed. And I feel like I've heard you or someone else talk about this concept of you know, choosing which fear you want to feed in the past. For example, you had mentioned, or let me go with mine, the fear of not being able to keep living an extraordinary lifestyle mm-hmm. versus the fear of, oh no, what if this product flops? I'm going to feed the fear of not being able to continue leading an extraordinary lifestyle. 
and mm-hmm. not care about the other fear, right? Like you got to right. choose which one you're going to feed. Because if right. somebody in that example chooses to feed the fear of, oh no, what if people laugh at me? Oh no, what if this product flops? Oh no, what if this idea doesn't work? Well, you're choosing to feed that fear over the other more motivating one of what if you can't have what you want? You know, I want to make this really tangible for people. So it's like, if you have a crazy fear of public speaking, but you know that you really want to speak, you know, you want to be out there, you know, you want to grow your brand. All you have to think about is the fear of never doing it, of robbing yourself of that incredible experience that is waiting for you on the other side once you start. And it's not like the fear totally goes away. I really don't know. Like I would say 95% of the people I know who you see on stages, they all still have fear of going out there. It does get less, but once you get out there and you do the thing, whether it's public speaking or something else, you'll find that there is so much more joy and expansion and truly people just want to progress. They want to grow. So I'm also afraid of not growing because I know what that feels like. It's very frustrating. You start to resent things in your life that you would never normally resent. You start to push people away because you start blaming other people and other things for your lack of purpose and growth. And really, if I can summarize it for me, it is my responsibility to constantly be growing and taking care of my emotions and making sure that my choices are aligned with my vision so that my relationships can stay really clean and clear. I love it. That's incredible. So guys, to put a bow on this thing, we all have fears. They never go away. All you have to do is choose which fear you're going to feed. Let that be the fuel that motivates you to have whatever you want. If you want freedom, let it motivate you to be afraid that what if you can't have that freedom? If you want a nice lifestyle, let it be the fuel that motivates you based on what if I can have it? Whatever your motivation is, then go choose to feed the fear and use that as fuel to get you where you want to go. All right, you guys, we are so grateful for you. As always, let us know what fear you are choosing. What positive fear are you going to feed so that you go and do the thing? Sending you guys so much love. Until next week, we will see you later. Hey all, I'm so excited to share with you, Earn Your Happy is now part of Growth Day Podcast Network. A bunch of us are coming together to bring more growth to the world and support shows and brands that we truly believe in. And one of my friends is also on the network and I'd love for you to go subscribe to his show. You guys, Trent Shelton has the most incredible podcast. It's called Straight Up with Trent Shelton. And it's going to remind you that you are built for this. I have heard Trent speak in person multiple times. I've listened to his podcast a ton. He's coming on the show and I literally cannot wait because this man just spits straight fire. It is like truth that goes to your core and makes you take action right away. If you want one of those podcasts that when you're just out on a walk, you can't help but want to start running and run through a wall in your life, this is the show to go listen to. So you guys make sure that you go subscribe to the show straight up with Trent Shelton. You're going to love it.
Hey, do you know what the big secret is this year? And it shouldn't be a secret because this should be your biggest focus. It is building your community. I am always working on building and nurturing my community and everyone is talking about the power of community. Without an online community, you just cannot grow organically or create a real movement, which is what I know that we're all after. And you can build trust or monetize your audience. When you get community right, not only does your audience grow faster, but so do your sales. But where's everybody gonna be managing their communities these days? And a lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to circle.so. Circle is an all-in-one community platform. It lets you host content and create discussions, live streams, group chats, and memberships all under your own brand. And what's so cool about Circle.so is that you don't even need a website or Facebook group. Instead, Circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members. You can even create locked and unlocked content spaces, groups, and classes. How freaking cool is that? You can put your content behind a paywall too, and you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site. Circle.so is famously easy to use, and it has a free 14-day trial for you, so you can go check it out, see if you like it, see if you love all the options. Just go to circle.so. Go check it out right now, you guys. Imagine being able to manage your community, start group chats and live classes, and accept payments all in one place. Kind of mind-blowing since this is usually spread all over the place. You have to log into so many different things. If this is the year to capture, organize, and monetize your community, head over to circle.so. You can get a free trial and start building your online community right now. Just go to circle.so. You guys, you get the 14-day free trial. So just go and see if it's for you. It's going to streamline everything and make your life so much easier. It's so freaking cool. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement, and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal, and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time, and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't, and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our life. 
It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthday.com slash Lori.